Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing, fighting monsters, and just really get watch Billy just get fucking curb stomped for like 22 minutes, which is pretty fun. <laughs> um, well, I, I mean, it's like 18 because it's a Power Rangers episode, but you know what I mean. Um, I'm Zach, and joining me this week, we've got Luke. It's me. Yay. We've got uh, Mike. It's me. Okay, we've got Lexi. Daddy's gone across the what? ocean. What? Uh, leaving what? just a memory. I, a, a snapshot in the family album. I, Daddy, what'd you, you leave behind for me? What, what are you talking about? Excuse oh, me? God damn it, fucking Pink Floyd. Daddy, what mm. you leave behind for me? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh God damn it. We've also got Matt back. Or do we? That's the yeah, question. I want to <laughs> say how long it took you, one of you fuckers to think I was disconnected or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, about, you know, about a little over sec- two seconds. Yeah, I was about to say it was about four seconds, I think. Well, that's that's about the reasonable time to, like go through the okay is it a skype delay is it you know what's going on here yeah because after the first two one or two seconds you're assuming it's just like skype delay or just a hiccup in the connection or like, i appreciate that-, that your idea for the intro was i'm gonna sabotage this show on purpose and see if anyone catches <laughs> no, me. No, well, no, no 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 I mean, no no if i wanted Lexi to does. sabotage this show you'd know it <laughs> i'd be way more overt than that all right bring it motherfucker let's see what you <laughs> no, got stop you it. what are you doing Luke, really <laughs> no i love that zach is like you dumb motherfucker shut your mouth what well, are you Lu- doing the thing is luke doesn't care it's not his show I do. i'm not afraid of you let's see what you got come on <laughs> i can't do my boy zach raw like that i can't uh, yeah, that's what i thought thank oh, you matt <sighs> coward now, Matt, you need to go on a Let's Place episode and, oh, and fuck oh, that all up. that's such a good idea, yeah. <laughs> There you go. I do um, need to do that. The thing is, though, <laughs> it is impossible to sabotage Let's Place. Let's Place yeah, sabotages actually, itself. Actually, no. I already sabotaged Let's Place because oh, I really? put Sonic Adventure 2 in top 10. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I mean, it's not in there anymore, though. 
Are you saying you corrupted science? No, 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 no. I defended science from this fucking <laughs> heathen who claims to be a scientist, but has been proven mm-hmm. otherwise, objectively. <laughs> I mean, Science Adventure 2 is down to 35. I'm going to get it out of there. Oh, <laughs> no. Um, so... Uh, what do we do on this podcast? This is a power injury podcast. I think what just happened is what we do on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to we talk about like... Street Fighter or something? <laughs> yes. So, this is a real original cast recording here. Yeah, unfortunately Simon can't make it. That would have yeah. been cool if we could get everybody. But but yes, Matt uh, has been on a hiatus, but he's here because he's going to help us with this week's uh, Talking About Things mm-hmm. as our resident uh, fighting game expert. Um because I logged into Power Rangers Legacy Wars, the uh, Power Rangers mobile fighting game that we've talked about several times on this podcast, and there was Street Fighter characters in it, and they did not preview like announce this really before yeah. they went ahead and just added them. Yeah, this was totally unannounced. They just kind of were just like, "Hey, you like Power Rangers, right?" And it's like, "Yeah." It's like, "Okay, cool. They're in the game now." And it was well, like, you mean, "Excuse me." You- you mean Street Fighter Man's? Street Fighter, right. <laughs> yeah, Street yeah. Fighter the Street Fighters got put in the Power Rangers, not the Power Rangers in the Street Fighter. That'd Very be okay. important. Yeah, that'd be also. way better. Very important distinction though. Yeah, I mean honestly, like I really like Legacy Wars. We've talked about it a bit. It's it's sure. In terms of being a mobile fighting game, I think it's very well made. Sure. Uh, but if they'd done stuck Tommy up in like Street Fighter Six, well, I was gonna say I'd be excited, but actually I'm not sure how excited I am no, about I Street Fighter excited. games anymore. Yeah, no, don't, no, it's a Capcom Man. developed game. No. Yeah, but on the other what hand, did- I mean, I'm sure you've seen those videos where people have modded Dragon Ball Fighters to have Power Rangers in it. It looks real cool. It's got like it Power Rangers characters and Common Rider in there, and it's it's yeah. pretty sweet. You see, my de facto go to are the SpongeBob characters being modded into Fighter Z. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, but I, f- I feel like it'd be a bit weird because, like, Power Rangers Legacy Wars is very explicitly targeted ex- exclusively at the West, right? But, like, Capcom I is big, so. like, yeah. in Japan. Sure. Capcom's big domestically in the States as well, though. Yeah, well, yeah. The, the thing is, though, like, if you put if you put Tommy, the Green Ranger, in fucking Street Fighter, like, right, in right. Japan, that's not, that's not Tommy. On right, the right. one hand, you're right, that wouldn't really appeal to j- the Japanese audience. Um, on the flip side, they put Abigail in that game, and that character appeals to literally fucking nobody. So, <laughs> well, you couldn't know. you just call him Barai, though? And, like, I mean, it wouldn't yeah, they, well, really that's, I think matter. that's the thing, is yeah. it would probably be harder for them to fucking license uh, Sentai over there than it would be to license Power Rangers over here. I get the feeling they'd be like, why are they using just this random guy from this random Sentai series like yeah yeah I, I remember there was a big thing with like uh there was a game called tetsunoko versus capcom and there were yeah, characters they couldn't yeah. use because of weird licensing shit in the states because like speed yes. racers in there and the samurai pizza cats i yes. was so mad that speed racer is not in that game yes yeah. um so speed racer wasn't in any version of that game but no. they had to take out um this the version of the game we got stateside they actually had to take out a couple characters i think one of them was gold lightning um, and they put in a couple of characters to compensate for that. One of whom was Zero, who, and yeah, if you know anything, if you know yeah. anything about the history of Capcom fighting games, if Zero is in a game, that motherfucker is always going to be top tier. It's always. so funny because, like, I was so happy because I love the Mega Man X games. They're my favorite Mega Man games. I feel like they don't get a ton of play anymore. Um, I, and know, I still like, feel like people think that people, those are, like, yeah, the people ones. People still... 
People, they might not be, they don't get a ton of play, you're right, but the Mega Man X games are still remembered pretty fondly by right, a lot of so people, they put, myself they included. Put zero in there, and I was, like, so excited to play one of my favorite characters, and then I got called a piece of shit for playing a broken character. <laughs> oh, whatever, <laughs> Fucking just play Sanford Kelly's, like, pick a top tier Listen, Like, fuck I, that. I was mad about it because they put zero in and not Mega Man of any stripe. Yeah, that is weird, but, so, Because that was from so, the era of Capcom when they just wanted to pretend that Mega Man didn't exist ever because <laughs> they were God. mad at the guy that made him. So let's talk about this. Talking about things. They have added two uh, uh, Power Rangers Legacy Wars. Ryu, Ryu, Ryu. Ryu, Ryu. Chun-Li, yep. Chun Guile, and Akuma. And they used... Isn't the M. Bison fucking, in there? M. Bison is in the story. He's not playable, I don't think. He might... They might add him. Why would you put M. Bison in the story and not make him playable? I don't know. He's not in there. Well, so I think the reason for that is that there are four rarities in the game. And oh, so of, they've got like, my little pony in there, of, too? No, not... No, shut... <laughs> okay, Lexi's not allowed to say words anymore. <laughs> Oh, come on. That no, was a good I mean, joke. I mean, no, the, my no. little pony's owned by the same company as Power Rangers now. There's my, no reason they can't shit, do it. That's true. Shut your fuck. Also, they already made that game. It was called My Little uh, Pony them's... Fighting is Magic Lives Again. No, it was called Them's Fighting Herds. It's actually a pretty solid game. Yeah, yeah that's it looks bad. pretty good, actually. Them's Fighting Herds seems to be pretty sweet. Yeah, if you like, like, King of Fighters, like, SNK-style fighting games, that game's actually pretty good. Okay, hold on. We have to clarify, because there's people going, what is happening? So, yes. there were fans who made a My Little Pony fighting game. They got hit with a cease and desist, and right. then they reworked it, and it came out as Them's Fighting Herds, which is basically the same game, but it does not actually use, like... It doesn't use My Little Pony. I think, um... Uh, is it Laura Faust or Lauren, Lauren Faust? Lauren yeah. Faust. Uh, yeah. The the like person that's in charge of the the most recent My Little Pony that everyone likes like helped design the characters for that game. Yeah, yes. she helped them out because she she felt bad and yeah. So yeah, the weird thing really about cool. that game is, unlike most fan projects, getting cease and desisted was probably the best thing that ever happened to that. That's game. true. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. It was weird because that's normally like either a major setback or a kiss of death for fan projects, but in that yeah. case, it like super galvanized their support. Well, yeah. they got a ton of yeah, they got a ton of press basically. Yeah. So, so anyway, let's t fucking talk about this. So yeah, I <laughs> think the reason it's like that is because there are common, rare, epic, and legendary characters, and they released a character for each rarity. Uh, mm -hmm. Ryu is common. Um, Chun Li is uh, rare. Guile is uh, uh, epic, epic, I'm assuming. And, and uh, Kuma is legendary. Um, Man, could you imagine if they did a Street Fighter Common Rider crossover? That'd be pretty cool. I mean, that would seems like like fairly likely. Do you just think that because he keeps saying common is in the rarity? Yes. <laughs> okay. Noted. All right. Noted. God I mean, here, here's the thing. Do you, we, we never actually got a comprehensive list of what all Hasbro specifically got. From uh, from Saban, I have to assume Masked Rider's in there. Uh, well, the mass, the like English Masked Rider thing, yeah. not Common Rider. Yeah, I guess it probably would be if that still feels still. Put Prince Dex in Legacy Wars. Put the VR Troopers <laughs> in there. Do it. Yeah, fucking so, do it, you cowards. Do it. So, so the thing about this that's really cool. So, first of all, they gave uh, they 
I don't know why, but Ryu and Chun-Li are in their normal costumes. Guile is in his, like, cop uniform, the, like, where he's got, like, the button-down dress shirt and a tie for some reason, which is not what I associate with with Guile. And then maybe you can help me out with this one, uh, uh, Matt, but uh, their Akuma has, like, a lion mane for some reason. Thank you for bringing this up, because I wanted to bitch and piss and moan about this. Okay. So they use the Street Fighter V iterations of the characters, um, which for three of the four is fine. Ryu's design is basically the same it's always been. Chun-Li's design, same Wait, deal. is that Guile's standard costume in five? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, yep. cool. Yep, that is his standard costume in five. Um, and then they use the Akuma redesign in five. Problem. Akuma's design in five is fucking shit. Because it looks like he fell into, like, a prop, like, lion's mane, and it got, like, stuck to his face, and while he was doing that, it also looks like he swallowed a bunch of bees that started angrily stinging inside of his mouth and all over his, his face. face. So his, his face, face is, is all puffy good. and swollen, yeah. and it looks yeah. like shit. And it's yeah. terrible. The Street Fighter V redesign of Akuma is fucking terrible, and it's baffling because almost every redesign they did is either good, or it's at least, like, fine. But Akuma's design, they splashed on so fucking hard, and I so don't I just, know So I just linked the article, the IGN article, to you guys. Uh, if you get a second, take the uh, look at the pictures that are in there, because I do think everybody looks pretty much fine, except you're right. Uh, and also, this is like a fairly low-detail game, because it's a mobile game, and that doesn't give that design any favors either. And Akuma really does just look like he had a big sandwich... Like, right before he started fighting. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. They're in there, for sure. They gave them all super uh, moves. They have super meters, which builds just like in a Capcom game. When you take damage, you build super. Uh, that is not something that most of the other characters have. I think, like, maybe the Black Ranger Tommy from Dino Thunder has that. And maybe, like, one other person. But all four of them get a super, mo- uh, super meter. And it lets them basically then they don't have like a standalone super move because that's not how the game works. You get three attack buttons. Um, so there's not like a fourth one, but it does let you do like an EX version of any of their moves. So they're like translated across pretty well. Ryu has they, they all have like all the attacks that you associate with those characters, which is neat. Um, and they fit pretty well. It's also weird because. I would imagine that the reason most people would be playing this game is because they like Power Rangers, but all of a sudden, like, every person I'm fighting is only using Street Fighter characters. Well, well, okay, I I think (laughs) I'm kind of living proof that there's probably a reasonable amount of overlap between, like, Street Fighter fans and, like, Power Rangers fans. It's not unreasonable to assume that, like, a kid like me who grew up in the 90s and was, like, eight years old would be playing both Street Fighter and would be watching Power Rangers. Like, that, that, it's that's not totally like, true, yeah. Th- there's not, like, an immediate overlap there, obviously. Like, definitely. But at the same time, I, I don't feel it's, like, completely off the wall, either. It's kind of like how, about shit, it's kind of like how a bunch of people in the FGC were super pumped for Dragon Ball Z because a lot of those kids growing up in the 90s, again, myself included, really liked Dragon Ball while we were playing games like Street Fighter Three. Yeah, and Street Fighter is one of those things that, like, it was so ubiquitous in the Super Nintendo era that, like, if you played video games, you probably know those characters. Like, yeah, it's hard exactly. for you not to 
be in that sphere and and like know who those characters are. So yeah, I mean that that's true. That makes some amount of sense. It's neat. I it also makes me wonder if they're gonna do anything like this. Here's what's frustrating. I can't find anything about how this happened, and I need to know. Yeah, like, that's what I'm, I can't find anything about like why they they didn't like give this any like real press in advance. Yeah, they didn't give it any press. Capcom said nothing. Saban said nothing. I mean, maybe it got lost in the shuffle of the Hasbro deal. I don't know. Yeah, and like normally, okay, normally that would I would attribute that to them being like ashamed of this, but it actually looks okay. Well, and the other thing is, like, this game is, there's, so, I don't know if, it, I don't know how big this is, but, like, playing it a lot, apparently there's, like, a mobile Masters tournament where they play several mobile fighting games that happens once a year, and this is one of the games that is played there. I don't know if that's, like, a a big thing, but at least in the realm of mobile fighting games, which, you know... Yeah. It's a small thing, but like, this is, I guess, at least a fairly well respected one. So, like, you would think you would say something, anything, like a week out, two weeks out. It's really yeah. odd. It, it, it really fucking is. Again, it, this smacks of them being like ashamed to release it, but it, it doesn't look bad. And it's on a game that I'm, from what I can gather from most accounts for a like mobile fighting game, and admittedly, there's, weird criteria for judging mobile fighting games. Um, But for a mobile fighting game, it looks fine. Like, it looks fine. Obviously, it doesn't look anywhere near as good as Street Fighter V, but it's a fucking mobile game. Of course it doesn't look as good as Street Fighter V. Right. It's just bizarre, because no one... And, like, I, on FGC Twitter, people were like, what the fuck? Why didn't we hear anything about this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was curious if you had any, like, insight into that stuff. Yeah, no, really the, the insight where the people in the FGC were just as blindsided by this as we were. Huh. Like, it, well, there you it's, go. it's really strange. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, I don't know either, y'all. This one was, this one's strange. I really hope that we figure out, like, what happened. In terms of, like, did Saban reach out to them? Did the company who makes this game, whose name escapes me, I I can't remember off the top of my head, did they individually reach out to Capcom? Like, what, I would love to know what happened. And then also, obviously, are they gonna, in, in five years, if this game is still going, is it gonna be, like, your weird ultimate crossover fighting game? Are they going to keep doing this? Or I don't know. I'm just really curious to see. Maybe this this was almost go ahead, Mike. Sorry. No, I was going to say on some level, it kind of already is because power Rangers spans a lot of different like genres and styles as it is already. Right. That's true. So, so it, it, I mean, that's the whole idea of the game is like crossover all your favorite Rangers. And now it's, and then they're like, and also street fighter. I point this out to you in, like, private, Zach, but, like, this is the um, connective tissue between Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat now. That's true, because, uh, because the company... Wait, how did how did you figure that again? I can't remember. Okay, so, obviously, Street Fighter and Power Rangers has crossed over. Power Rangers right. and DC has also crossed over recently. That's and true, DC in the comic And DC is canonical series. part of Mortal Kombat timeline that's true that is that is accurate there was a mortal kombat versus dc game that is canonically part of the mortal kombat history so and and now the power rangers have crossed over with dc so you're right so there's your 
There is your very tenuous Mortal Kombat Street Fighter connection that I know people have been looking for. <laughs> you know it. Got yeah. it. We did it. Hey, listen, people have like been begging for that, and it's one of those things that'll just never happen because nobody in Japan gives a single shit about Mortal Kombat. Mm. But like, I mean, yeah. Anyway, there you go. Also, you can like those. They're like they're technically in the same genre of game, but like in terms of gameplay and then actual presentation style and just all that. Like, those are wildly incompatible things. They're very different games. You would have to rework what... I mean, but whatever, Tekken vs. Street Fighter was okay, and yeah. that's like... A, no, the, no you're, you're wrong. Street Fighter Cross Tekken was the worst fucking fighting game ever <laughs> made, and it sucked balls, and it was the worst thing Capcom had ever made, oh, and it was garbage. Is- right up until the game died, and then all of a sudden, hey guys, Street Fighter Cross Tekken, it was so good. Just footsies rewarded such solid play. Why didn't we ever play this game? It was so good. I'm like, <laughs> stupid, shitty Street Fighter Five, which sucks balls, and is the worst <laughs> fucking fighting game I've ever seen in my fucking life. So everyone just hates whatever the most recent one is? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. that is accurate. Also, until it, the new one comes out, and then the old one wasn't that bad, and there were a lot of actual good man. things, and at least it was better than this shit. Here's the thing, though: is seven that's really into Smash Brothers. I'd love it if they only hated the most recent one instead of <laughs> yeah. all of them except the one they like. I, I was gonna say that's actually that's basically every series because isn't that what happens to every fucking Zelda? Like everyone loves the new one. And then, it was, yeah, it was for a while. Like yeah. uh, everyone hated the new one, and like right up until Breath of the Wild. It's well, yeah. It's always no one likes the new one, and then the the next one comes out, and people have grown to like the the previous one that they hated. But then, like Skyward Sword broke that pattern. No one, no one, yeah, I was evaluated say, Skyward yeah, Sword. People went back to Skyward Sword, and they were like, "Oh, it still kind of sucks." Actually, it's it, huh. Skyward Sword's fine. It's pretty good. Yeah, okay, it sucks for a Zelda game. Very different criteria. Same deal with like Dark Souls <laughs> I, Two. I disagree with that, but okay. I don't. I- <laughs> Uh, we we okay, can't get actual, into this. Okay, Very yeah, off say, topic. I was about yes. to say, my actual thoughts on Skyward Sword are really complicated, so we won't go there. Yeah, we um, can't get into this. Anyway, everyone, uh, uh, I wanted to say this right after you finish your rant, but everyone, welcome back, Matt. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> and let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Good news, uh, everyone. My grandpa showed up and told me I did a great job taking care of his farm. Awesome. I'm uh, glad you. What? I'm glad you're really engaged in with this podcast. In, in what? Stardew Valley, or yeah. like? Do you mean in real life? Your grandpa actually like no, no, showed no, up. No, no, no. My, my my grandpa in real life is dead, and I don't think he's coming back. Great. Well, let's take grand- a break. Okay, let's take a break now. Okay, Zach. You don't have to yell. <laughs> Right now, you're suffering under an enormous weight. We provide... Leverage. Or at least, we rewatch the TV series of the same name. Each week, join me, I'm Cassidy, and... Hey, I'm Frankie! As we watch an episode of the show where bad guys make the best good guys. Find us on Twitter at Let's Steal Cast, or on iTunes at Let's Steal Podcast. And remember... H is a geek, baby. Welcome back. So our uh, fighting game expert had to leave because he realized we were going to talk about Power Rangers and not fighting <laughs> games. So he skipped out, but that's okay. We almost had him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for real, folks, he had a he had an emergency. He had to bounce. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. 
So uh, we will be moving on without him, which is fine. This is episode, sorry, this is season three, episode 27, Another Brick in the Wall, uh, as Lexi so wonderfully uh, played off of earlier. Please don't make me more pink. Oh, God. (laughs) I wish you were here. Okay, great. So this episode. Two lost. Nope. Nope. Souls. Nope. Have I ever told you, Lexi? Have I ever told you why I don't like Pink Floyd? You have not, no. Because it's a dumb reason. When I was a little kid, my parents loved Pink Floyd and would play it all the time. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, uh, their favorite song is Money. Oh, that is. That is the worst song in a four album hot streak. Still not a terrible song. Well, no, I, but compared to literally other every other song on Dark Side sure. of the Moon, Animals, Wish You Were Here, and okay, most of the wall. There's some real clunkers in there. Yeah, I just really remember being super irritated because it either opens or closes with just a bunch of cash register noises oh, yeah, throughout the song. Yeah. Really, and yeah. my parents would play it over and over again, and I hated Ugh. it. It, no, it upset that's... me so much. No, that's <laughs> actually understandable. Like there are there are some songs from that band that I could listen to endlessly. Money is not one of them. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, so let's see. We open on the Jim right, and yeah. Juice Bar. Well, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We, gotta, we gotta talk about this a oh, little bit. Yes, go yeah, ahead. So so, y'all, are, you t- y'all talked about the new uh, intro last time, but it's really worth emphasizing because it's gonna be extremely relevant to the episode we're gonna watch. The new yeah. intro to Power Rangers is basically, like, they are pushing so hard to try and get the kids to like Catherine. Like, yeah. Like, if you were completely uninitiated and you just watched this opening credits, like if this was your first episode of Power Rangers, you would think she was the main character. Yeah. You would think it, you would think Power Rangers was Catherine and Friends. Yes. It's really weird. I mean, the rest of the episode confirms that assumption. Right, yeah. This right. Epi- yeah. yeah, it feels like an episode of Catherine and Friends. Yeah, this episode is about how Billy single-handedly beats a monster, but... It's constantly characters talking about how great a job Catherine is doing and how amazing she is. Yeah, they really... Like, the whole opening theme is just tons and tons of shots of Catherine doing things. She's first build of the Power Rangers. Go, go, Catherine and friends. Bow, bow, Come on bow, in, bow, let's bow, bow, party bow. with Catherine and friends. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, so I was here's trying to make thing. a U- work a U.S. Acres joke in there, and it just wasn't coming together. <laughs> so here, here's the thing: we have. It turns out when, Bulk really likes books. Oh, god damn it! So Tommy, when Tommy was the Green Ranger and he was making his transition to the White Ranger, the show really was like about Tommy. Yeah, uh, and that sort of worked because. He like his character and his situation were what like propelled the plot forward. That sure. most of the plot was based around that stuff, so yeah. it was okay. Tommy, like in my memory, and I think we've talked about it, but in my memory, Tommy is the main character of the first three seasons of Power Rangers. Sure, but like since he's become the White Ranger, he hasn't really done anything like no. that interesting, and not really. and also. He's not even Which like, in some ways is for the best because it went back to being more of an ensemble show. Right, sure. but but definitely he's not like he doesn't even like call out like battle commands or anything very often every right. once in a while. But like it's really not the Tommy show, which is fine. That's not right. a problem. But 
it does mean that like when all of a sudden it's like and now Catherine, it gets really weird. I mean, especially because go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say I'm not necessarily like if they want to make it the Catherine show, fine. I'm let's do it. It'd be cool to have yeah. a girl be the main character of Power Rangers for a while. I don't think that's what they intend, though. Yeah, no, I, th- I think so- they're just. I don't. I don't know how kids actually reacted to the the introduction of like the three newer Rangers last yeah, season. I mean, or how least- could you know they didn't have those kids react videos back then? Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> um, or I'm really probably- funny. Probably more yeah, yes, relevantly, like, how Saban perceived that reaction, which is... Wait, sure. everyone stop. Let's all talk about how good and funny <laughs> Luke is. <laughs> for, like, five minutes. No, look, yes, okay. Here's, here's we why We couldn't even do it for ten seconds, Luke. No, nope. Luke, you're very funny and I love you. This is what Still bugs me about this. Still not even ten seconds. <laughs> here's why I don't... Here's why this bothers me. Because... They never did this for the other New Rangers. That is true, yeah. That's what makes it feel weird. Especially when... So something didn't sit right with me when Kimberly left, which was that, like, the big emotional crux of her leaving was her talking to Kat and, like, about how Kat had helped her, uh, you know, get over her fear of gymnastics stuff, whatever. The problem is, like... Again, Aisha is supposed to be her best friend. They like lived barely in her house. talked. <laughs> yeah, she. They lived together, and they like barely <laughs> talked in the last three episodes. Yeah. So and uh, well, uh, but, there's two things. First, like when you live with someone, you kind of you kind of end up talking to them less in general for the sake well, of sanity. Sure, but but, uh, you know. but also, um, I th- what bugs me about this is it's kind of unnecessary because they really put in the work. To establish Catherine over the last several episodes, right? That's that's like, the other I, thing. I feel yeah. like they did, like if nothing else during that whole sequence with her being like mind controlled to turn to a cat and then breaking the spell and you know becoming friends with Kimberly and convincing her to follow her dreams and yada 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 yada. Like, if there's one thing out of all of that they did a genuinely good job on, it's selling Catherine to the audience, right? Establishing right. her as a part of this cast. Yeah. So to to feel the need to continue to sell her so hard like it's really overcompensating for a problem that's not there yeah the other thing that bothers me so so kind of to go back to what i was saying that that kind of bothered me now seeing that like once she's part of the team they're also they're still giving her the spotlight when like and and not just Aisha, but Adam and Rocky never really got this either. Like they've had spotlight episodes. Yeah. yeah. But and I mean the the last episode was also pretty Catherine focused, but it made sense because like part of it was about her learning to be a Power Ranger. Sure. But at this point it's still like just she's the greatest and best like it feel it feels very poochy. Well, and what <laughs> and what's ridiculous about this one is it's very clearly this is a Blue Ranger episode. Like the Episode of the Sentai they took this monster from was clearly a Blue Ranger focused like story. So I, I looked this up. Do you want to hear about the Cocker Ranger episode? Yeah. yeah let's, uh, let's... Sure. Okay. Yeah. So it is about uh, the Blue Ranger uh, is going to a store to try on coats, partly because he wants <laughs> to buy one. And probably because he wants to sort of flirt with the lady who works there at the coat you store. Know, you don't really need a like a reason to go to a. You can just go to a coat <laughs> store. Well, no, but, it's 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 double to try them on and also flirt with the lady okay. uh, who works there. But he can't afford them, and you know it, it's it's real sad. So he leaves, 
And then he saves a little kid from being hit by a bus because he's a Power Ranger or Nurse or a Kaka Ranger or what have you. Um, but then in the process of saving this kid from being hit by a bus, he drops his wallet. And this kid tries to go and return the wallet to him and tries to chase him down. And like, hey, sir, you, you forgot your wallet. And then totally unrelated, there's apparently a pair of like uh, – of um, oh, god, I'm blanking yokai? on the word. Yokai. There's a pair of yokai brothers actually – have a running bet where they'll randomly kidnap two people and they'll bet on like and, and they'll throw them in a maze like a cursed maze yeah sure and be like and take a bets on who goes first and they get the blue ranger and they get the kid um okay. and his his powers don't work in there because it's an evil maze and and so forth and uh ultimately i believe the blue ranger finds his way out first and okay. this this monster this brick wall monster gets upset about losing the bet and then decides he's going to kill the kid for losing him the bet and that's where the whole cool. that's where the whole plot you know spirals out of control and it's it's actually like all things considered in and of itself it's not that wacky of a plot the thing that's the thing that made me freak out is that the brick wall monster's brother yokai is the eyeball flasher from a few episodes back oh okay the weird like the the weird uh like coat thing that opened it and he had a bunch of eyes in his coat yeah that that weird fucker Oh, cool. So, okay, that would explain why he had, like, barely any screen time, because it was, like, part of a double yeah, act. Yeah, of course, if you remember our discussion from that episode, like, the following episode is about the eyeball flasher monster. He still has his own story after his brother is defeated in a whole other episode. Sure. Mm. So, yeah. So, my takeaway from this is we got robbed of a um, sequence in this episode of Billy trying and struggling to solve a maze. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, Against that's a child, yes. So yeah. here's the thing is like, you're right. This was very clearly supposed to be a Blue Ranger episode because a lot of the Sentai footage is focused on the Blue Ranger. And then, well, the Blue yeah, Zord, the, the Blue it's, Zord, it's, yeah. The, the Zord, the Zord fight is a, is a one on one, uh, wolf Shogun Zord right. monster but thing. It's, but it's a cat episode. So it's yeah. weird. So let's talk about it. Well, the, the last thing I want to say real quick is that, okay, like, I'd be cool with it if they wanted to give Cat the Tommy treatment and just make it, oh, this is maybe not a show about Cat, but if she's kind of like the big member of the team now. But, like, I guess we'll have to wait and see. I don't remember it being that. No, I don't think it is. I could be wrong. I, I, I will say that. Even though they're giving Cat a lot of focus, I don't get the sense that the show thinks she's super cool in the way that they think Tommy is super cool. That's true. I I feel like it's just it's it's we're getting two episodes that are heavily focused on her, on the heels of like an entire extended plotline that was focused on her, right? With a new intro sequence that's extremely focused on her. Yeah, and and a plot that like in theory is about Billy. Should this should be a Billy episode? But right. but I think what Luke means is yes, they're trying to get you to like her, but the show wants you to think Tommy is cool. And I don't right. necessarily think they think that with Cat. It's more just like let's get let's get the kids on board with this. But like this when character. Tommy came in, to, like you said, to some extent, it's a show about Tommy and his Power Rangers. If they gave Cat the same treatment, that'd be neat. Yeah, that'd be but cool. this feels like it's like a few degrees removed from that in a way that feels weird. I don't yeah, know. fair enough. Um, so uh, she's the new kid, you know. Yeah. That, like they're really pushing that. So here's what happens. Kat comes in uh, to the gym and juice bar. Uh, she interrupts 
Wait, are they sparring or are they just standing there? They're no, sparring. They're, they're, they're like sparring. We actually get like the opening shot is like the oh, it's that's like an right. over yeah. the shoulder shot, but it's over this model of a house that's just yes. kind of floating in the air. It's weird. Yeah, it, it's almost like it's a weird like the, when I saw it, I thought they were doing some kind of weird homage to how the giant monster fights are done, it, but it's like not quite right, so it looks funny, like as a joke yeah. or something. No, but instead, what's happening is uh, she she has this model. And, so Tommy uh, and Adam are, are sparring, and, right. and Catherine walks in with the model of a house. And she says, hey, uh, they're like, oh, hey, that's a cool model. And she's like, it's for the uh, humanitarian housing project uh, that they're doing in downtown Angel Grove. Tommy doesn't know what that is because he doesn't pay attention to anything ever, except it's unless it's karate. Uh, and she's like, oh, it's, uh, they get volunteers and supplies and build low cost housing. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, so let, let's, let's, let's delve into this a little bit. We haven't had this in a while, but it's a long running Power Rangers thing that they're like, they're super involved in every charity ever. Right. Right. They're straight up building homes for the house, for the homeless here. Which is probably something they need a lot of in Angel Grove, what with all the so houses that, that get crushed. Probably, yeah. Right. But like, this, this so, seems beyond the scope of a teenager thing. Well, Habitat, Habitat's for Humanity, like, anybody can sign up to go do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not that crazy. What's weird is they're building this teenager's model into a real house. Right, also, they like what's weird is the contest. teens are 100% in charge of it by themselves. There doesn't seem to be right, any, like, adults managing right. adults. Yeah, Catherine specifically seems to be in charge. Right. Yes. Also, her model is a tiny house... With a detached two-car garage, <laughs> which is weird. garage that's bigger yeah. than the house. Like, <laughs> that, that garage that... could be a second house. Like, if you need housing this bad, screw the yeah. garage, make another house. That part is really bizarre. I'm not sure why they made that choice. But she says, yeah, so, so basically she's recruiting them to um, help do landscaping and painting. Um, and she says, like, that there's a wall along the back of the property they have to repaint, because basically, we'll see, it has a bunch of graffiti on it. Um, but, like, again, she she mentions briefly, like, mine was selected. Does that mean that they said, like, okay, you won this contest or whatever, so here's $100,000, to buy yeah, supplies. Yeah, no, yeah, it was okay. Like, so you say contest, <laughs> I say grant application. Yeah, like, like, cause they have because of her fucking model, they get the supplies to build a house. Like, this is a big deal for children. Like, they don't like weird. hire a crew. She just asks her friends to help. Basically, yeah, it's all teenagers. There's yeah. a bunch of random like extras working on in this scene, but like, it, yeah, it all seems to be folks from the gym and juice bar. Yeah, yeah, it's really bizarre. So, also, you know, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but Bulk and Skull are just kind of there too, being yeah, maybe yeah. cops. Bulk and Skull are just kind of there too. Has been Bulk and Skull's deal most of the season. Yeah. I th- are they on security detail? Question yeah, they, mark? they appear to be there in some sort of official capacity. Let's talk about it when we get there. So we cut up to the moon, and this is a I really like this scene because essentially so um Rita is mad that uh Catherine is a goody two shoes now because she used yes. to be evil. At this point, like ninety percent of the moon plots are just they watch people doing good things and get really mad about good things happening. You which, see, at this point, that's been around since season one. Yes, but that said, the way this comes out of Rita's mouth is, is like, I know Rita is evil and literally wants to kill everyone, 
I don't know, does she at this point? Well, okay, fair point, but that is what they tell us. Rito is like, what's wrong? And she's like, they're building houses for the homeless. Fuck the homeless. I hate them. I don't want them to have houses. Like, it's really weird. And then Rita ran for office and won in a landslide. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then Rita won American office. Anyway, she, so... See, like, you've got to be, you got to be really a lot more subtle with your evil schemes. You have to be like, I'm going to put little spikes on the sides of buildings so the homeless can't sleep here. I'm going to put, like, an armrest in the middle of a bench. (laughs) Um, so... Then uh, Goldar is like, oh, hey, can they build a house for Rito so he can fucking move out? Which it's is really pretty good. It's a good it's joke. It's extra good because Zed, for some reason, Zed is like Goldar's backup, like, yeah. funny man in this scene where where he, like, laughs at everything Goldar says, which They're is like really funny. They're, high-fiving over Duncan on Rito. Yeah, it's really great. I, <laughs> like, Zed never, or Goldar never gets to be, like, buddies with anybody. He's always subservient, so this is very fun. This is, but this is the, this is the kid nobody in the family likes dunking on the kid everyone in the family hates even more. And finally exactly. getting a little bit of attention because yeah, he's yeah. bullying he's bullying the one person on on the rung like lower than him, basically. Yep. <laughs> so so uh Rita is like, hey, shut up. Rita has done like more than you guys have. He's great and I love him and he's my brother. Uh that won't last but through this episode. Anyway, uh so <laughs> Zed is like, whatever, bullshit. Uh and Rita's like, I'll prove it. Me and Rito are gonna make a plan and you guys just chill. Now, I think last episode or maybe two episodes ago, I was like it's cool that they're letting Rita do more now that uh uh because originally when they first got back together, Zed yeah. was doing most of the plans. What right. I realized is that actually I don't think Zed's done shit in like 15 episodes. Yeah. I think he's actually stopped giving any care at all about <laughs> what happened. They've really just become demoralized. Yeah. <laughs> like, Rita is doing most of the actual plans and Zed is like just taunting her, which is fun. But boy, it seems like Zed doesn't care anymore. No, I mean, I we've, don't think we've he observed. Does. We've watched the show long enough. We've observed the cycle play out numerous times now. Like, trying to kill the Power Rangers will defeat you morally. Like, yes. Yeah. At your core, you become a defeated person after a while. Exactly. So, uh, Rita's like, okay, me and Rita are going to use that stupid construction project and we're going to, you know, demoralize them and, and blow up Angel Grove using the project, I guess. Um, we cut back down to the gym and juice bar, and yeah, Catherine is, like, telling this huge crew of people, like, here's what we're going to do, you she's guys a, do this. She's got a t-shirt on with team leader written in big old letters, and, like, yep. you know she made that herself. Yes, yeah, uh-huh. she, she has a pink hard hat, which is great. Um, I, I want to be clear, Catherine's fine. Like, the complaints that we oh, had sure. is not about her. It's just a weird, like, well, imbalance in the storytelling. I will say I have one complaint about Catherine. What's that? It's that she's just very soft-spoken in every <laughs> single scene, and it's just, it's almost like they really had to turn the gain up on the microphone all the way to even hear her a little bit. <laughs> she doesn't really She has seem... one volume she ever speaks at. 
Yes, that is true. I mean, she doesn't... same. <laughs> <laughs> she she definitely doesn't. Um, I'm not to say that she doesn't emote. I think she emotes fine, but she yeah. does like have essentially one volume. Yes. Like even when she's upset or angry, she doesn't really like. I'm so like, mad at that Rita Repulsa for yeah. tricking me into hurting you. <laughs> In fairness. That's a pretty common problem for people who've just joined the cast of Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah, that that's is true. true. Like, remember, remember, uh, and listen, we know for a fact that Johnny Young Bosch is now an incredibly accomplished voice actor. Remember right, how great. Adam spoke when he first showed up? Yeah, that is this, true. This yes. is the most important thing that's ever happened to me, you guys. I'm so <laughs> glad I could help the Power Rangers. So, uh, the the crew, including all the Rangers and like 30 extras, heads to this construction site. I do, do want to add that like, so she carefully lays people. out different jobs for everybody. Like, you're doing this, you're doing this, you're doing this. And then at the end, she just kind of goes, we don't have anybody to paint anything yet, but we'll figure that out when we get there. Yeah, yes, yeah, Maybe true. one of the 20 people assigned to raking this, like, two foot by two foot lot could do some <laughs> painting. So we got up to the moon, and they're all like, alright, here we go. Rito, get down there and fuck everything up. Um, so... Uh, Rito, Squat, and Babu go down, um, and they hide behind a very conspicuously placed bush. <laughs> I didn't realize how stupid it is that this bush is exactly where it is, which is like in the middle of this lot it's, with it's everyone else on the other side of it. visual obstruction in this wide shot. It makes no yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so there's no house there yet. They are here to do landscaping. And there's yeah. this big wall that's like an L shape that I guess is going to be a fence, or I don't really know yeah. what it's there for. I would it- think that, je- now, I'm no constructionist. I'm no constructioneer. <laughs> I think usually you build the house before the landscaping. Yeah, usually. <laughs> I would think so. I mean, it but- would be one thing if they were cleaning cleaning it up because they literally couldn't dig a foundation because of junk or whatever. But yeah, sure, you if it was cleaning paint- garbage out of an empty lot, that's one right. thing. Yeah, but they're you like don't planning shrubbery. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, this wall maybe, has a bunch maybe of. Maybe that's uh, the idea. Maybe that's all that. Maybe we're reading too much into this, or maybe the show did a bad enough job of describing what they're doing. Maybe like that's what this like high schooler volunteer crew is doing is like just cleaning up this lot so that a wait, construction. Are, are crew you can suggesting come in. that an actual like professional construction crew is going to build this house? <laughs> I mean, that doesn't Maybe. seem to be the implication, though. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, so, in any case, there's a bunch of graffiti on this wall. I mean, we wall. should note that we never actually see a house. No. Uh, there's a bunch of graffiti on this wall. Most of the kids, I feel like half the fucking extras are cleaning this wall. Okay, um, like, yeah. seriously, I there are so many people on this lot do working. I have done, like, volunteer cleanup projects before, and you got, like, Five people assigned to the entire space. This is absurd. It almost reads like these people all won a contest to be on an episode of Power Rangers, and they <laughs> just stuck them all in there at once. Like, just hey, listen. Mm, yeah. <laughs> honestly, honestly, this is too the, many people. The, they I'm would be getting each other's extra way. contest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, well, you know, they used to do that shit all the time. Maybe oh, they yeah, still do yeah. on like Nickelodeon. Yeah. It'd be like, you want to be in an episode of like what, whatever. I was gonna say Cat Dog, but that's a cartoon. <laughs> So I don't think that would work. 
you got a walk-on role in this cartoon. Yeah. I um, think that's actually happened. Like, there have been contests along those lines of like, hey, if you win the contest, we'll, we'll draw a facsimile of you and oh, you'll yeah, appear yeah, in this yeah. cartoon in the background. There's a South there's a South Park episode where there is a scene at the end of it, and yes, I used to watch South Park. I don't anymore. Please don't hate me. Yeah, you know. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, where like this kid named Alex like comes out and like gives them the Deus Ex Machina object, basically, and they're like, "Thanks, Alex," and then everyone right. like stares at the screen, and then he leaves, and it's never explained what the fuck just happened. Great. But it was a person who won a contest to be in an episode of South Park, and they like made it into a weird in joke. Sure. Anyway, I I I I do seem to remember something like that in another Nicktoon in a Nicktoon, but I yeah. can't remember what it was. I mean, I was on 100 Deeds for Eddie McDowd. What were you the dog? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was the dog on 100 Deeds for Eddie McDowd. Yeah, you know, Can if, I have you've your autograph? Luke in, if you've never met Luke in person, you might not know he's a dog. He's a dog who can talk. <laughs> Man, Emily's going to be mad at me. <laughs> so, any fucking way, um, they're looking at Squad and Babu were staring at this construction site. Um, there's all these people uh, cleaning the wall. I just noticed that one of the pieces of graffiti just says Dennis, which is my favorite, <laughs> my favorite graffiti tag of all time. Uh, <laughs> and, um, you know, so Catherine's like, all right, everybody, uh, let's get into it. And then everyone takes out uh, rakes and brooms and a, a Ron Wasserman... Let's clean up for a better tomorrow song yes. starts playing. Okay, and we Eric, need to put some of this in the show. Yeah, yes, like- Eric, please. This is this is this is a genre of music that a is just pretty much always bad, but b. Ron Wasserman is absolutely not suited for. No, he's no, fa- no, no. like, listen, I, other than the Tanga song, which I liked at first, but now I hate it more than anything in the whole world. <laughs> that's, uh, that's just from overuse, really. Yes, yeah, it's because it's the only fucking fight song they use anymore. Um, but other than that, like, I think Ron Wasserman is pretty talented. Like, come on, I, the X-Men theme's great. The Power Rangers theme's great. Some of the songs they've done for this are great. This is bad. This is not good. They're still doing <laughs> that, like, 90s grunge, like, growly singing, which just doesn't work for this song. Well, I just like, I just don't think Ron Westerman is very good at singing. Like, I think that's the problem. Wow. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's fine. Like, yeah. you, know, you, don't need to, you don't need to be good at singing to rock. No, so. that's true. Um, but the thing is, like, so first of all, he's trying to say, like, don't give up is the theme. Don't give up cleaning up. Don't give town. up your dreams. Right. But one of There's the lines gonna is. going to be a brighter tomorrow. <laughs> wow. One of, one of the lines <laughs> is, don't you think that there is ever no way? Yeah. Sorry, well, what? Don't that buy me well, yeah, exactly. Is that Zach, a quadruple negative? What the fuck yeah, is happening? It's, it's so many negatives. Uh, <laughs> but it yeah, it's a bad song. Uh we'll we'll put it in. 
Uh, but it's just, you know, over a montage of everyone cleaning up. But as you mentioned, Bulk and Skull are there, and they seem to be, like, directing some of the traffic, like the foot traffic. It's kind of weird. They I don't do know in some of the scenes, but then there's also bits where, like, Bulk gets knocked into a tub of something or other. I think that's just a big old jug of soap water. Yeah, it's just soap water. It's a, and then, it's like, a kiddie pool of soap water. they fall asleep at some point, like they're sleeping like, yeah. in a barrel, a wheelbarrow. I wish they were just in a barrel. But yeah, uh, <laughs> Skull knocks uh, Bulk into a kiddie pool of soap water, which it's is pretty good. It's your classic carrying along board gag. Yes. Um, what are the boards going to since they're not building a house? Uh, anyway, um, so are you guys there? Yeah, I'm thinking yeah. about oh, the question. You speaking? Sorry, I couldn't yeah. hear you. I, it, sorry. Okay. Anyway, um, so <laughs> did, did you go point, too long without being interrupted, and it felt weird? Yeah, it was really bizarre. I thought maybe something wrong had happened, and my Skype. Sorry, Zach. We were trying to just let you talk. Yeah, that's the thing that happens all the time. So we'll they, promise just never speak to do your that mind. again. <laughs> so anyway, just go ahead and is, say whatever you want. We're listening. <laughs> God damn it. Everyone's picking shit Whatever up. Whatever you want. Let's go. Let's hear it. Cleaning plants, cleaning off the wall. And this montage is weird because it's like sped up, but only a tiny bit. And therefore you don't see any progress, really. It's not no, like no. the montage you're used to where like you see the the graffiti come off the wall slowly. It it. It's really just like people walking around it's in a circle. Technically, a time lapse, but it doesn't run long enough to actually see anything progress. And then we cut to what's clearly a different location because <laughs> it is like super lush and green, and all the well, I guess it might be, it be the same place, but like they it's a different redid yeah, the it's a different, set. It's a different part of the location for sure yeah they, they sure. swapped out the fake wall and the it reminded me of the place grass. that i think it was zach still when he backflipped into that other set to get some watermelons <laughs> right oh yeah 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 that was fucking weird <laughs> so so yeah we've got all these uh now it's like beautiful and Catherine's like all right everybody great job uh oh i didn't realize like uh the the bit we get of bulk sleeping in that wheelbarrow actually um is post uh the like scene they cut out of the episode and put in the end credits. Yeah, it's really weird. We'll mention it in a second here because so so what happens is um Aisha's like, okay, uh cat, we're all going to get a snack from uh uh from the um uh Jim and Juice bar. Do you want to come with us? And she's like, I've got to finish up here. And they're like, what uh are you sure you'll be okay by yourself? And she's like I've got Bulk and Skull to protect me, which is pretty cute. I like that line, especially when we cut over to Bulk, like, unconscious in a wheelbarrow with soap all over him. <laughs> it's pretty goofy. The problem is that they didn't show you how he got there, really. <laughs> and then it turns out that's in the, the scene at the end, uh, the, the credit scene at the end. Um, anyway, Aisha says, all right, everybody, let's go to Ernie's. And all the extras walk off set, and then 0.5 seconds later, Rito shows up. Like, there's no way these people are actually gone out of sight before the monsters okay, show up. But you, you, people in Angel Grove have absolutely no situational awareness. This is a like well, like maintained fact of the show. <laughs> That's true. Like they the Rangers will just permanent. take two steps to the side and teleport constantly <laughs> yeah that's true 
So Rito shows up. For some reason, Rito smells his armpit like eight times in this episode at different points. Yeah. Uh, first, uh-huh. at first, this the first one is here where he's like, "Fee fi fo fum." I smell, and then he like smells his armpit. And he's like, "Oh, it's me. Never mind." That, that's fine. That's an okay joke. Then they do it like seven times this episode again. I don't know why they thought that they was do good. It one more time. Well, they, I don't so, feel like I remember yeah, they it do, multiple they times. They do it again as a call callback joke, and I think it works all right. I, I may mean, be misremembering, I, so fair yeah. enough. Um, then uh, Rito six Tengas on Bulk and Skull, who are again like napping in a wheelbarrow yeah, against so a tree. Six is the wrong word because they're just kind of standing there, like staring at him, kind of poking him. Like, yeah, they're like, "Wake up, wake up!" And uh, Bulk and Skull freak out, and Bulk like wheelbarrows him out of there, and. So they didn't actually tell us what Rita's plan is. They're just like, we're going to use that to mess up the Power Rangers. Well, it, as is often the case when uh, when Rangers are swapped out, their specific roles rela- relative to other characters are just like, you know, remove one, insert another. So now Rita's like very specific personal vendetta against Kimberly is now just specifically against oh, Kat. And I Kat see. was making a thing, so we have to destroy it. In fairness to the show, in this case, it makes sense because Rita, being a, like, four-year-old, is mad that (laughs) Kat no longer wants to play with her and is playing with people she hates now. Yeah, so the the Tengas just start ripping flowers out of the ground and, and, like... there's a shot of a Tenga just crawling along the ground across these, like, flower bed. Yeah, it, it's, like, they fuck it up really fast, which is, you know, good job, I guess. Uh, Catherine uh, goes into ninja mode. Um, some One of the Tengas, like, tosses a bunch of flowers in the air, and then when Cat lands, the pretty grass is all gone, and it's like, <laughs> like, they use her jumping to grab this bunch of flowers out of the air and then landing as a scene transition to like ruined uh landscape basically. Yeah, she 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 jumped she jumped through a portal into the dark world. Right, basically. So she calls uh for help. She calls Zordon for help. Um the rangers uh get their their communicators go off and they more uh teleport uh into their ninja costumes. And we get a the ninja tanga power fight. now poses with the lightning is still the dumbest fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we get a tanga fight. It's okay. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything like super worth mentioning here. Well, this is actually like- maybe the first uh, ninja v tanga fight where nothing wacky happens. Yeah, there's no. Say, s- it, it seems I have a hard time buying. She needs all the other rangers' help when we've seen that the t- the rangers can like. Move at super speeds and shrink down Tangas and crush them literally, in their hands and literally shit. Literally, last episode, they sent Tangas to fuck up Cat, and she handled them by herself in, like, 20 seconds. Yeah, and then, like, she was like, hey, I did great. And then, you know, now they need everybody. Uh, and also, so they do beat them. They, uh, like, Rito is like, oh, this isn't going well. Uh, we cut up to the moon. Zed and Rita bicker. Zed's like, "You're, you're, uh, Rito is shit. He sucks. I told you he's terrible. I hate him." And then, so okay, 
here is where like the twist of the episode happens, which is that Rita says, oh, well, no big deal. Uh, one shot from me and Kat will be evil again. Okay, couple things. <laughs> if if Rita can just zap people and make them evil, what are you yep. doing the rest mm-hmm. of your time? Like, yep. why aren't you just doing that always? All the time. Uh, second of all, she, she, I don't know why you bothered with fucking, like, just start your plan with that. Yeah, and then, uh-huh. And then third... So she zaps, she like shoots a laser to Earth from the moon. And, you know, that's a tricky shot. So she misses. (laughs) Um, She misses a couple. Cat like dodges out of the way. And then Rita shoots her evil laser at the brick wall. And it makes a brick wall monster. So I've got a question. Why... What mm-hmm. did the first two stray shots that hit just the dirt not make like another Goldar? Yeah. Uh, I have another question. Why does Finster have a job? <laughs> Why did he ever? Uh, I think we actually answered this recently and it's he's he's in the union. Sure. Well, why'd she hire him? Yeah, that's a good question. Well, so here's here's the thing. This monster's first thing he does is be like I mean it. <laughs> He's essentially like, oh my god, I exist. Like, yes. Like, the monster comes out of the wall and it's like, holy shit, I have legs. Yeah. He's like, oh fuck, sentience. Uh, <laughs> and I like that he literally says, hey, I've got legs. And they work. Like, he would have been jazzed about just, like, having non-functioning legs. Yeah. But then he just goes like, I think I'm supposed to try to destroy you guys. Well, Alright, here we go. And do. <laughs> um... So yeah, there's a wall. A rub. There's a brick wall monster. Now we don't like make. We, we sometimes comment on monster designs. I I don't remember the last time I just looked at one of these monsters and like, okay, yes, they're all goofy, but this one is a brick wall monster that's super floppy, and there's something about that. <laughs> That's just yeah. real goofy because yeah, like if they want us to believe that thing is still made of brick, it's not convincing. Not at all. Well, what's more, like it changes forms later and it gets even floppier. <laughs> yeah. Also, I want to point out that the way they frame this is the wall is attacking them because he thinks one of them did graffiti on him. Right. Uh, so it's a monster that's like a big square. And then in the middle of the square of brick is like a humanoid shape. But yeah. a lot of his area is just like flat brick wall, basically. Um, and he, I don't know, it looks we like a person. He's also got an upside down face. Yeah. That's worth noting. Um, I like this design. And then as Luke pointed out to me off mic, then you see his back and then it gets weird. Because for some <laughs> yeah. reason. What's going on with his back? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. like it. It's weird, like, yellow musculature. Yeah, I, I don't understand why the back of him isn't just brick. Like, yeah. it looks... Because it looks like he pulled out of a brick wall, but when you look at where he came out of, it's just a missing section of you brick. You keep saying that. That's not what the other side of brick walls look like. <laughs> I guess that's, like, what it looks like in my head, but I don't really know what... Yeah. Yeah, I just, um, yeah I, you know what, you're right. I also just assume that all buildings have 
neon yellow muscle tendons on the inside yeah, of no, them. I couldn't even tell you what this is supposed to be. Like, I can't even guess. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> That's a fair point. Um, I mean, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and be fair to this monster design for a second. In the original Sentai, this is supposed to be a spooky right. ghost. Yes. Okay. I think it's just designed such that one side of it looks like a brick wall in the middle of a city. Right. As a camouflage. Right. Because uh, yeah. the, 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 the yokai, like, take the shape of of normal objects. But, right. but like, in this case, it is a brick wall. Like, it is an yeah, animated so brick wall. It's it's a yeah it's it's Power Rangers doing a bad job of justifying what the monster looks like. Right. But also, like, okay, Rita has. I don't think Rita's ever done this before. Zed has totally turned inanimate objects into monsters. Right. But he usually does it on purpose. A. Well, and maybe that's that, why this happened. Maybe she's trying out a different technique, and that's why she missed. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, fair enough. My question is. Okay, great. Now just zap everything. Like, just point your wand at the, at the ground. Yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, she screwed <laughs> up what she was planning to do, but this still worked out pretty good for her. Like, just and roll make with this, a, lady. Make 150 monsters. Just, like, immediately. 100, sorry, 151. Just, like, <laughs> zap everything <laughs> and make a bunch of monsters. But, so anyway, this the monster starts, like, hucking, like, energy bricks at them. It's basically its attack is that it throws bricks, which is pretty great. It makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the rangers morph. They start fighting, and it does not take well. So first of all, they're okay, punching I, a brick I wall. I, I, just because we talked a little bit about this monster's whole deal being apparently coming to terms with existence. Like, yeah. it's not It's not just that, oh, yeah, he has bricks. Like, he's like, okay, let's see what kind of attacks I have. And then he tries just attacking them, and it turns out it's bricks. Like, this is news to him, too. And That's I'm like true. That. He, he doesn't know what he can do because he has existed for eight seconds. This is right. a good point. Yeah. <laughs> like, a lot of monsters show up fully formed and, like, apparently completely aware of who they are, what they're doing, what the world around them is, and, like... I don't know, it's like they're resurrected from some previous memory or, or something, and this is not that. Yeah. Yeah. So so this thing, like, starts attacking them. They start attacking it. The first, like, I think it's maybe, is it, like, Rocky? So The first couple punches, they sort of make it, make to act like, oh, I punched a brick wall, and then they abandon that entirely. Which is <laughs> smart because we've seen the Rangers are have superhuman strength when they're morphed, and like they can probably just punch a brick wall, right? But also, again, like there is a so they they attack it for a little while. There's a part where Aisha, like, I don't really know how to describe this. Like, they they attack it for a little while. Aisha like jumps at it. And, like, grabs the top of it, and it, like, bends over in half, because it's, again, a big floppy, it, like, it reminds me more of, like, someone wearing, I think there were some commercials where, for, like, Ego, where there was a person in a big, like, waffle costume, and it looks more like that than a brick wall, um, so it just, like, Man, they really should have had the Rangers fight a giant waffle. Yeah, I mean, there's still several hundred episodes to go. I mean, they they definitely fight a giant pizza at one point. I know that yep. that much. Uh, well, they fought a giant chef who like cooks them into a pizza. 
Yes, that's yeah, true. Yeah, Zach, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> so, so they uh so then then it like springs up and like flings her off and then it shoots this like blue energy thing at right, Aisha right. and mm-hmm. Adam and they turn into colored bricks. Mhm. Right. How many times have the Rangers been turned into inanimate objects at this point? Is it like nine, ten? It's a lot. Recently, they turned into like colored beakers of chemicals. That's they the into most footballs. You know what's amazing? They managed to make it completely unhorny. That's true. Yeah. It's hard to sexualize bricks. Man, I'm sure um, someone's oh, done it. <laughs> I, I didn't say impossible. I'm sure someone's done it, but what I what I really wish had happened. What I really wish had happened is they get back to the command center because uh, you know, spoiler warning: Billy and Cat are the only ones who aren't going to get changed. Right. Uh, I really wish like Cat started freaking out, like, "Oh God, they've been turned into bricks!" And then Billy just turns to her, and is like, "No, no, it's just it's part of the job. We get turned into inanimate objects all the time. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> standard procedure. Alpha start doing some kind of science bullshit. Let's just we're, we've been through this. You know, it's it, it, like it's a Tuesday." It's all right, yeah. Kat. It's like this happens. So Tommy and uh, Tommy and Rocky, ostensibly the two tactical leaders of the team, mm. decide that the best course of action upon seeing that the enemy has a ranged attack that can turn you into bricks is to j- leap at it while screaming. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, and then the monster turns them into bricks. And then uh, I'm going to be uh, honest, watching two Power Rangers run up to these styrofoam (laughs) colored styrofoam blocks and just grab them and like clutch them to their chests is pretty. Yeah, because Kimberly and Billy picked them up and I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Not Kimberly downtown and they bricked it. Yeah. Kimberly doesn't exist anymore. Kat and uh, and Billy pick up these these bricks and. Teleport back to the command center. So now, I, I like the monster's response to this. Of, oh, yeah, go ahead and grab your friends because I'm just going to do the same thing to you dummies. Yeah. And they're like, and Billy's like, we can teleport. Yeah. So we're good. Uh, this monster they, like hasn't been around to learn from its compatriots about what happens when you leave one or two rangers untransformed. Right. Right. This monster doesn't actually even know they're Power Rangers, I don't think. Like, I don't think he knows what a Power Ranger is. Yeah, his as far his as he knows, this is, is just what people are. His knowledge base is very, uh, very limited. Now, also, he does quickly mention as they leave that he is hungry now, which will will I guess sort of factor in. Um, yeah. At this point, uh, they teleport to the command center. I want you all to look at Catherine's face as she clutches her. F- her brick friends because she has to look sad at bricks and it's very very funny and billy i guess billy's just been through this enough that he's just like (laughs) he just immediately is like hey alpha they're bricks now can we uh (laughs) can we get this fixed i mean it's really goofy how much I think we've literally made this joke before, but, like, they've been turned into inanimate objects so many times, the rangers must have a preference as to which inanimate object they liked the most. Like, and right. yet, just- at no point has it seemed at all horny, despite the thing you just said. <laughs> well, I mean, no, I guess that's true. They've never been turned into, like, 
I don't know. What would like dildos? There's never been a bunch yeah, of yeah, multicolored yeah, dildos. Yeah, he keeps coming up. Like this isn't totally spies. Right, like, no, I'm just saying for a show that constantly goes back to the objectification, like, well, like, the sure. literal objectification. Right, yes, yeah. Exactly. At no point does it feel like so- it's this is somebody's fetish. It's No, that is true, yes. Yeah. Maybe, probably because... Well, I think it's because yeah. they keep picking, like, really just off-the-wall items, like bricks. Well, yeah, like yeah, a brick, right. no, balls. no, 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 that's not why. That is not why. Luke, the reason why it doesn't... Go ahead. <laughs> the reason why it doesn't feel horny is because they just, like are jumping in the air and get hit with a beam and it freeze frames and now they're a brick. It's there's no moment of oh, You're right. What's going on you guys? I feel so weird. Oh, like I'm changing. Right. Guys, what's go like there's no moment of reveling in it. That's why Luke, it doesn't feel horny. Right. That, Luke, that's fair. You, you've been you've been watching uh, a lot of a lot of Totally Spies since yeah. you, since, you, since you officially joined the Totally Reprise. More than a person uh, ought to. Crew. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh it, do you think the voice actresses know? No, I don't. Is that is that what you think or what you hope? <laughs> I, I I have a hard time believing. No, I, I don't think they do. I don't think they do. Because they don't seem to like play into it too much. It's it's really more the scenarios being constantly. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> yeah, honestly, if like, I could characterize it from the limited experience I've had with it, um, it really feels more like somebody's tricking these people into um yes, yeah, fulfilling totally. a thing that they want. <laughs> the the only yeah. time the, the only episode that would even give me pause to think maybe is the one where the totally spy by the name of Alex uh has her face paralyzed to be constantly mopey. Yeah her voice actor just makes you talk all baby talk the whole oh, time. No. <laughs> the thing is that could have very easily been a close. voice direction. Like that might not have been sure. a decision on the actor's part. Right, right, right. So that that is the only time it's even gotten close to like, wait a second, maybe? Hmm. So at this point, uh Catherine's like, this is all my fault, which how I mean, no, it's not. <laughs> There's an evil witch who <laughs> wants to kill you. Like, it's not your fault. Uh Zordon's like, Catherine, you must keep a positive mental attitude. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, also, this monster's name is The Brick Bully. That's not good. <laughs> that's not a great name. Um, so, and, like, that's the same thing Zed calls it when it first appears. Like, this is a thing Rita did by accident, and yet it somehow right. also already has a name. Right. Yeah. An established name that that everybody okay, knows. Okay, so here's the thing. Zordon, Rita, and Zed are all part of the same Yammer group, and, like, whenever right. whenever a new monster gets created, like, they, they post an alert up there, and, like, it's a whole thing. Yeah. yeah. So Zordon asks uh, Alpha to run a diagnostic. Uh, Alpha says, okay, it looks like they're actually tiny and inside these bricks instead of being the bricks, which is very I don't know weird. If that's better or worse. <laughs> yeah, like, mm, I mean, uh, are, are, cause they're not alive. They're, like, they must be also inanimate, cause if they were, like, just oh, yeah, miniaturized they'd have and encased by now. in bricks, I they'd be dead. There could be a brick dimension in there. You don't know. Yeah. It raises questions, cause, like, you, again, their solution is to use. Uh, well, we'll get to what their solution is, but their solution is uh, basically to break them out of the brick prison, right? Um, right. And they well, do they so to... after the monster dies. So you would think when the monster dies, like the 
the spell would break and they would just kind of be crushed inside the brick. Well, also they say like, we have to erode them out of there. So, so basically like we can't smash them cause it'll kill them. We have to like erode the Rangers out of them. It, at but this the point it's is, basically like, a, like getting a fossil out of like right. the ground. But the well, thing is they say that. And then like when they do it later, but they, like, they just they, they, grow they, back they try to, to be like, size. Hey, so what causes erosion? They're like, Oh, wind, uh, you, I forget what the second I thing really they say is. I thought water, but they no. They say just what I thought. everything but water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Water would be the logical thing here. Water's the no, no, they're like, well, just get a fucking, does just it. Just get a fucking pressure washer and like, <laughs> yeah. not even that, just get a big rock tumbler. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, but but they like, s- yeah, they're, they're like, pollution does it. Can we simulate pollution? <laughs> yeah, I love this so much. Okay, okay. this is an episode <laughs> of Power Rangers where pollution saves the day. Yes. Like, like <laughs> what the fuck? I, I understand that. The thing is, like, the what- Alpha, Zordon asks Alpha and Billy to build a pollution device. Yes. The thing is, Catherine says, like, they try to frame it as pollution is bad by Catherine saying, like, that pollution erodes bricks. Right. Which, like, the subtext of that is, and is therefore bad, kids. But also, they then use it to save the Power Rangers. They are very excited about polluting. In fairness, they're very explicit about saying that it is a pollution simulating device? Question mark? Even that, like... No, if that's what you're doing, just, like, go to Billy's garage, start up the rad bug, and just set him in the exhaust pipe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, instead, you have to make a pollution simulation device, which is so uh, Actually, uh, Luke, ironically enough, uh, sticking a brick in the tailpipe is how they lost the rad bug in the first place. <laughs> well, not in the tailpipe, you know what I mean, in front of the tailpipe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so, so that's the plan. They then say, like, uh, oh, no, the brick bully has been leased on Angel Grove, and uh, it's eating supplies, or uh, it's eating, I would say cleaning supplies, that's not right. It's yeah, it's eat- eating construction supplies. Yes. It's, it's apparently just eating, like, bricks and tools and cement, I guess? Question yeah. mark? And they say that that makes it bigger and stronger, but, like, it just looks, like, different. Just sort it's of a different. Little bigger. It's a little I guess bigger. it's a little bigger. Yeah. It seems to be eating a rake. It, it it's a little taller, but it has less mass because like a bunch of the like wall around the like human shaped body. It's a little bit taller and it's a baller. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Uh, so at this point, the the Billy's like, "Well, I guess I'll I'm go fight really it." Funny. You are so funny, Luke. You're so <laughs> fucking funny. Uh, the. <laughs> Sorry. If you want to hear more of Luke being funny, <laughs> be sure to check out the aforementioned Totally Reprise. I'm laughing. I'm just, I can't stop laughing at how funny Luke is. So, <laughs> uh, so anyway, they, uh, they take the Billy teleports to go fight the monster. What is this one, Zach? <laughs> no, we're not taking a break, Zach. Let's go. A, we have to take a break. I can't stop laughing. No, no, no. Live in this moment. Be in this moment, Zach. <laughs> so we have to, to take a brick. Oh, Billy, yeah, we're gonna go take. No, that wasn't funny. All right, okay, 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 good. That was a part of it. Let's go. Let's go. Let's move. Okay. So, so anyway, go ahead. Uh, Billy teleports to fight the monster. We um, probably actually should take a break, though. Why? Yeah, we'll take Why? a quick break. It's All been right. an hour. 
Yeah, because we're at an hour, and I don't want it to. I don't want the. I don't want the recording to break. <laughs> Howdy, everybody. Zach here. Uh, no, not that Zach. A different one. I um. I host a show on audio intro. Mm, okay. I'm the Zach whose podcast is about brightly colored heroes who fight. Okay, I hear it. I hear what I'm saying. I'm the Zach who can drink water. There we go. Got it. Okay. All along the Watchtower, it's another podcast here on the Audio Entropy Network. We're rewatching the DC Animated Universe show by show because we looked at the other rewatch podcasts and said, that's cool. What if we did six shows at the same time? Uh, We got new episodes Wednesdays. Anyways. Uh, sorry for intruding, and uh, go back to your regularly scheduled Power Rangers. Bye. Alright, so Billy teleports to go fight the monster. And, I mean, we could talk about it, but... Ten, the next ten minutes are just Billy getting his shit kicked in by this monster. Like, yes, he gets the. I, okay, it's a floppy monster, so they can't sell it very well. Which, no, which Luke, you pointed so, out before that actually but, happens. Bulk and Skull show up. They do. Oh, right, because yeah, Lieutenant Stone is mad at them because they've let the site get uh, vandalized and they're yelling at each other about whether to tell the truth about what happened. Oh, right. So, yes. Okay. Sure. Yeah, Lutestan actually sees them talking. He's like, and Bulk kind of understandably says, like, he's never going to believe us that it was another monster. And right. he's but correct. Skull he doesn't. Is, yes, but Skull is ardent that they should tell the truth. Uh, they tell the truth, which is that it was monsters, and that does not work. They specifically say it's the Tengas, too. Like, there are these bird-like things, which presumably everyone's been seeing for a while now. You would think everyone would be pretty familiar with the Tengas. They definitely, like, people, the public knew about the putties. Like, that was because they they had, like, signs up for putty... Like neighborhood putty watch that and right. shit like that. Yeah. So well, again, um, I, I think Lieutenant Stone is the one person who has somehow never seen a monster. Yeah, right. yeah, I we've talked like to about that. that. I do. Yeah. I do like when the show backs that up. Well, yeah. we've seen we've seen him see a monster during the whole uh, uh, different shade of pink thing. Yeah, but didn't he think he was hallucinating or something? No, 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 no. He, I, I don't know, but he saw the he saw the garbage man. Yes, he has now straight up seen a monster. He just, I think he just doesn't believe that Bulk and Skull run into them constantly. Like, that's, right. Here's the thing, which is it, fair. At this point, he seems like he's being unfair in a different way now, because now he just expects Bulk and Skull to deal with monsters, because he straight up tells them, like, listen, I don't care what happened, I don't care what you have to do. Get the stuff back, or <laughs> yeah, it's your go ass. Fight the, go fight the monster that stole these bricks. Yeah, okay, cool, fine. Uh, I, I was going to say, I do love that even now that they have ostensibly reformed, trying to go, you know, get a profession that is, you know, respectable, even if not by some people. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, they're, they're ardent about telling the truth. They're still being mocked and degraded by society. Yeah, yeah, they just can't catch a break. They're literally cops, and they still have... Yeah. Everyone still shits on them. So, 
Then we get this long scene of Billy fighting. Wait, are the, they cops, though? I don't they know. They are cops. They are that, cops. Listen, they're this, cops. But that's, they that's get, the lingering question over everything is, are they but, cops? But yes, they get assigned to guard people and, like, do, they, they're cops. It doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, but then they talk about doing citizen's arrests and, yeah, like... So they, yeah, they're assigned to guard stuff, but you know who else gets assigned that? Safety patrol elementary school kid. Here's, here's the thing. If they're not cops... That's fucked because they're doing a cop's job and they aren't getting paid or having. But here's the thing: if they are cops, that's also like, fucked because they're children. Yeah, right. th- there's no situation in which this is okay. Is basically the thing. Obviously, so, like it's they're basically Schrodinger's cops because like they're just. <laughs> it's like sometimes that like the junior police just means they're volunteers. Sometimes it means they're actually police officers. Yeah. Sometimes it just means that they're. I don't know, Lieutenant Stone's manservants. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck's going on. It's really, it, it's I very almost, strange. I almost get the sense that they wanted them to be in Rotsy, but they couldn't actually show them being in Rotsy. I don't know what that is. Oh, 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 R O T C. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Oh yeah, I was like, I've never heard it called I, I that. I thought you were so. talking about like some sort of zombie themed Yahtzee. Oh. I still have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> the the ROTC is is like a, a prep officer program that you can take in high school. JROTC yeah. for like uh, what does ROTC stand for? I have train something training camp. Yeah, it's a officers training camp. I don't know what the R is, but it's like it's an elective that you can take in high school, and it's like credit towards uh you know eventually if you want to become an officer in the in the army or uh or navy or whatever um anyway that like that is the God, closest could you imagine if this if they'd done the same basic thing except it was bulk and skull in the military yeah i mean Fuck. the the jrotc is the closest thing to what this is that i can think of that exists but like yeah it still doesn't map right so yeah um, so anyway, uh, then we get this monster fight, Billy fighting this monster. Um, and there is more than one moment in which this monster just gets Billy on the ground and punches him in the face. Yes. It's like, yeah, it's like, and here's the thing, like, it's a big floppy suit and it's still a Power Rangers. So it's like, they don't really sell it, but that is explicitly what happens a number of times. Yes. Uh, I keep, I kind of kept expecting it to like. Like R- Robert De Niro kick him in the chest while he's on the ground. Like mm-hmm. it gets kind of brutal, but yeah. Like it's a it's a scene in Casino, except it's Joe Pesci being murdered by a brick man. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> I kind of appreciate that they realize that we can't just watch this thing like curb stomping Billy for ten minutes. So they kind of move the fight into the background and show Bulk and Skull wandering into it. And they're, like, hiding behind a bush watching it, and Rito just kind of pops up behind them and is like, oh, hey, my sister did that. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Like, he's trying to make friends. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, at this point, um... I like I like that Rito thinks his sister is cool. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. It's, he's, just, he's just really proud of this. Like, it's, it's kind of sweet, almost. Yeah, I can agree with all this. So at this point, um, and this is where the uh, sniffing callback comes because, like, while he's talking to Vulcan Skull, they're kind of like they're not quite processing it, and like 
Bulk like actually sniffs himself and then they run off screaming and then Rito sniffs himself again. Yeah. And like yeah, I think yeah, he right. thinks I think so, yeah, and so like I think he thinks they ran off because he smells bad and not right. because he's a horrific skull monster. Right. I do love I just love the shot of Skull or sorry. Skull. I got confused because Skull's name is Skull and also there's a man who's a skull face. Uh, right. But I do just love the shot of Rito just coming up behind yep. Skull. Like it's a really funny shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, um, and then, then the dialogue, like just being that, oh hey, pretty neat, huh? My sister did that. Like it's just so yeah. nonchalant. Um Yeah, so they run away. Uh the these this fight continues in the fucking cul-de-sac with Billy and the brick monster. And eventually, um the the Billy monster- and the Brick Monster sounds like a drive time radio show. In the cul-de-sac <laughs> with Billy and the Brick Monster. I think it's I think it's the sequel to Billy and the Clonosaurus. But uh no, no, <laughs> Billy, no, that was... Billy I what? was gonna make a joke about the lost world, but I just uh, I don't yeah. even want to. <laughs> you just don't have it in you. Billy eventually through like attrition is like, How are you feeling, Mr. Brick Monster? And he's like, I feel like shit. Oh no, you tricked me because I'm not near any bricks to eat, I guess. <laughs> Now, this is uh, actually, it, it, again, like, I know Rita made this monster by accident. This is yeah. a fatal flaw in this monster, if just, like, it not eating bricks for a while just wears right. it out. Because, like, it's not like this fight's been going for that long. I mean, it's like a shark. If it's not constantly consuming bricks, it'll die. Yeah. There's only so many bricks in the world. Yeah, just like a shark. That's how sharks work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's weird that shark. Well, that's where you, how you get street sharks, right? Is because they evolved to get closer to bricks. That's the only way that they exist. So, okay. So they they Rita says, "Well, my solution to my monster running out of uh, nutrients is to make it much bigger?" Question mark. Question mark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Biology um, <laughs> doesn't really hold up for that. <laughs> so. There's a shot where, like, it's trying, it's kind of trying to fight Billy before he's in, in his Zord. And by that, I mean, it, like, tries to fall on him and misses, which is pretty yeah. funny. Um, then Billy gets in his blue Shogun Zord, which, boy, some Zord fights in this show have been kind of stiff. This, sure. this individual Zord is like, it can't move. <laughs> at all very well i don't know what if the why the costume is like more particularly difficult to move in than the other ones because it's a bunch of squares yeah i guess that's true there it's very blocky um it really can't do much the the let's see the brick monster says like oh a big dog because the blue shogun's or look has like a dog face how about your own dog house and then it like erects uh well, actually, okay, this attack is pretty great. I this take it back. This attack is amazing. I was, I was kind of yeah. wondering why you were, like, lowballing it. Yeah, no, you're right, because he erects uh, walls around it and then shoots rebar through the walls and then the whole thing explodes. And I kind of thought Billy was just dead for a hot <laughs> second. <laughs> it's wild that, like, the this amount thing of just explosions. has the power to... Yeah. 
this thing just has the power to summon brick walls, and it never does that at ground level. And I know that's a common thing with monsters in this show, but like, fuck, that's a pretty good yeah, power, actually. It's pretty. It's it's a pretty good attack. We cut back to the command center, and they've got the bricks in this like pollution container, which like you'd think would fill with like sludge or like poop water or something, but no, it's just like glows a little well, bit. So like, there's there's some there's some pretty nasty gases that'll erode like stone pretty damn quick. I guess yeah. so. Yeah, there's like some gas in this glass container. But anyway, I just want to I just want to read this this uh this bit of dialogue here. Um, okay. It's, so Catherine tells uh tells Alpha to turn on the pollution. Yes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and then Alpha says, "Pollution coming right up." And then Zordon says, "If all goes well, the pollution will start to weaken the integrity of the bricks." <laughs> <laughs> and this now, is a super villain dialogue at this point. In 10 to 15 years, these bricks are going to be gone. Yeah, also, can can we talk about the fact that, like, the, the rangers are in there? So, like, when you get them out, that's not good for them. No. Like, now you have rangers floating in toxic gas. If it is seriously a gas strong enough to erode stone in a matter of seconds. Yeah, yeah, like, why would you think they would be okay? Like, I don't think that sounds like a good plan. God, I am just so tickled by Zordon saying, if all goes well, the pollution will erode these bricks. Like, <laughs> I kind of wish... Like, put that up on a view screen somewhere and, like, the Justice League looking all worried. Right. I I kept half expecting uh, the fucking Tim Curry monster from Fern Gully to, like, come out of the stand. Boys and slime. (laughs) I fucking love that song. It's really good. So, yeah. I love, like, that is the only time anyone has uttered the phrase, Pouring down Damn. like egg chow mein. Yes. <laughs> that song, that's a sexy song that Tim Curry sings about how much, like basically how much of a boner toxic slime gives him. It's a really yes. weird song. <laughs> when you feel so, my... I mean, there are toxins <laughs> that will give you a boner, Zach. Like, that is a thing. Yeah. There's a lot of things in that movie that you'll never get anywhere else, including Tone Loke <laughs> rapping about how he's going to vore somebody. <laughs> <laughs> do we need to do a bonus episode on Fern Gully? <laughs> I would be down for that. <laughs> okay. I haven't seen that movie since, like, since I was like 12. Yeah, and I haven't it, either. It almost seems like it can't have happened. Like, it... <laughs> Kind of seems like the fact that it exists is important. I mean, it's, it's fucking wild. Like, speaking of bad raps, there's also a bad rap we get from, uh, Robin, from Robin Williams, Williams in there. Yeah. yeah. Is Fern Gully um, Don Bluth? No, it's not. I think so. Who the yeah. fuck made it? It's, I have uh, no idea who made it. I need see. to look this up. Yeah, Directed I, d- I don't know who made it. Bill Croyer? I have no idea who that is. Hmm. Uh, well, let's, let's see. Let's see who made it. What's the studio? He, I don't. Oh wow, he made Fern Gully, Computer Warriors: The Adventure Begins, and Technological Threat. Okay, great. Those are the so three he's got a, he's he's got a bit of a theme, it's, I guess. It's apparently an Australian and American co-production between yeah. Croyer Films, Young Heart Productions, and FAI Films. None of whom I've heard of before. Okay, okay. When, so when Australians and just... Americans get together to make something, that's always a bad idea. 
But it's so weird that the people... Technically, that movie takes place in Australia, but no one speaks in Australian accents. Yeah. Okay, I actually have a theory on this. 92 is when it came out, and I that was like the Disney animated renaissance was happening, and a bunch of companies like tried to get in on that, and so maybe... 20th Century Fox was like, we can totally make something as good as, you know, The, the Lion King. Well, yeah, I, I think everyone was trying to do that at that right. point. Right. Yeah, so that was a you, big thing. So you get weird stuff like Ferngully and, like, I don't know, all the, like, Don Bluth movies, which I like those, but they're weird yeah, in their own yeah. Wasn't DreamWorks way. getting in on the action with some 2D animation at that no, point? No, DreamWorks didn't exist until, like, 97 or 98 Wait, or something really? I like could have sworn they popped up sooner than that. Let's look up when DreamWorks existed. <laughs> what are we doing on this podcast? Because like I, I remember, like if nothing else, they they had a huge fucking smash with Prince of Egypt. Ninety four right. was was uh, was DreamWorks. You're right. It's earlier than I thought it was. So fair enough. I forgot that Prince of Egypt was uh, was DreamWorks. So. Um, yeah, I mean, they had anyway. a bunch of stuff out that time, uh, like Rodel Dorado and the one with the horse, but... Uh, the one with the horse? You mean Spirit? Is that them? Spirit, yeah. Yeah. Um, but like, like, yeah, the, the big the one, Cimarron? the big one was yeah, Prince of one. Egypt. That was like, yeah. that like won awards and shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway, <laughs> Power Rangers. Uh, so... After, I mean, when we're, we're talking about random 90s children's media, are we really that far off topic? No, this is a fair point. Um, so then we cut to uh, the fight, back to the fight, and we get this, you know, big wolf robot, like, emoting, but Billy doesn't say anything, so it's just, like, pointing at the monster, and then it jumps at him and punches, and then it he gets his, like, special individual Shogun Zord weapon, which is, like, what is it? I It's, like... A box that he holds, and then it has like a spear part, but like yeah. it's really a weird looking thing. So the Maybe spear like part almost looks yeah. The, well, the spear part almost looked like a nozzle at first. I thought it was going to have some weird synergy with them polluting the bricks, or it was going to spray it with something. But then he runs up and like hits it with not that part. He hits the monster with like the butt of it, and. It just blows up. I was like, oh, oh, it's just dead. Okay. <laughs> like, like, like he doesn't use like a finishing move or anything like that. He just whacks well, it. And technically, the whole thing by explodes. definition, that was a finishing move. <laughs> yeah. You'd have, you'd have thought we'd cut back to like the other Rangers getting freed and then we'd get the, the, the Megazord, but no, like. No, that's what's Billy so does crazy. Billy everything in this episode. Because that's the thing is like, Bill, then Billy teleports back and he's like, okay, I solved the problem by myself. Yeah, like, Brick Monster's what? dead. How's the how's the science shit coming? Yeah, it's so weird. Like, do, do you need me to help out with that? Because I'm also the science man. I am both the fighting man and the science man. I'm the only <laughs> useful member of this team. BT Dubs. <laughs> do you think this is like? <laughs> I mean, David Yost is now the only original member. I have to imagine he was like, "Yeah, it. I can do everything. I'll just. It's just me now." I mean, I think it's ninety percent of the things that solve the problems already. Anyway, like that's the thing is not only did Tommy join late, he also went away for a while. Billy is very much the veteran on the team at this point, and right. I don't think that comes into play very much. But like, 
Yeah, he's 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 the guy. He's like, I kind of want like David Yost sitting in the corner of the command center, smoking a cigar, just going, "Turn to the bricks, huh?" I'm getting I, too old for this shit. I mean, you kind of get that in Zio. Yeah, yeah like, good he doesn't news. have a cigar, but it's I, pretty oh, close. Oh, I'm glad to hear it. Like, so so this is something that kind of hasn't come up before, but like. I, I've mentioned it before, like, I'm kind of the member of this podcast who never really watched this show as a kid. Right. I know nothing about Zio. Oh, I, yeah. I don't well, know anything about well, Zio. Fun. I have no <laughs> idea what we're in for. So, 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 Mike, there's only five Zio crystals, and there's six <laughs> Power Rangers, so Billy just doesn't get to be one anymore. <laughs> well, no, to be fair, they weren't gonna, he was gonna be one, and then he was like, actually, I don't want to do this anymore random girl we kidnapped from ancient africa you could be a power ranger yeah that's weird i mean we'll talk about that and then it's theoretically like there were well we'll talk about it when we get there but he was almost the gold ranger and then behind the scenes stuff happened aka so we he have kinda a bad habit leave. of getting ahead of ourselves but this is kind of ridiculous yeah well well okay yeah. we'll move on i mean but uh, also like it's also it's not power that far rangers away. getting deep into like what's coming down the pipe isn't necessarily also, that bad i don't think there's a single discussion topic we like more than how the power rangers kidnap a random teenager from ancient africa and turn her into a power ranger to be fair <laughs> it should be talked about a lot more than it is <laughs> <laughs> so anyway <laughs> billy well, comes also she wasn't a teenager at the start of it no, Wait, she's what? a child, and then they age her up, and then they're just like, God, that's what? fine. Yeah, it, it's fucking it crazy. It gets more fucked the more you know about it. It's not, yeah. And then they kind of just forget that that's her backstory and just think she's Aisha. And then she lives in Aisha's house. It's crazy. <laughs> just forget she's not Aisha. Does it, doesn't Zordon say something about, like, the timeline sorts itself out, so now Aisha's <laughs> always lived in the past, and you're like, right. Wait, that's no, horrifying. that's not how it works. Yeah, pretty much. At which, like... <laughs> I view as Zordon just lying. Like, yeah. it's just like, hey, guys, don't think about it too hard. <laughs> so anyway, let's move on. Um, Billy is, uh, <laughs> Billy is like, okay, have you had any luck changing them back? And Kat's like, I think so. Cross your fingers. And then, so again, there are miniaturized inside this thing. Why does does eroding the brick automatically make them come back to normal size? Like, whatever, it doesn't matter, but but it's dumb. Um, they all come back to normal size. There, There is a quick... Oh, jeez, I just, I just saw again the actual effect of the brick monster getting destroyed by Billy. It doesn't explode in, like, an explosion. Oh, no. It, like, it turns into cartoon bricks. Yeah, it literally, like, like falls apart. falls apart. I feel kind of bad for that brick monster who existed for eight minutes and then fell into pieces and died. It's, it's a like, very Douglas Adams sort of uh, situation. Yeah, In yeah. fairness, that's every monster. Yeah, but most yeah. of the monsters like apparently like have connection to their previous stints as monsters or something because they have like lives and like memories and shit. Like this monster, like was birthed and killed. Yeah, yeah, it's horrible. It's awful. So, anyway, moving on from that existential horror, uh, Zordon is like, good job, Catherine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What the fuck? So, so even when it comes to rescuing the rangers from the fucking bricks, Alpha did most of that work. Yeah, she, she had the idea, but, like, it's just, it's so crazy that Zordon is like, Good work, Catherine. And then so, Billy's like, 
Well, no. What so the? here, I I love how this plays out because Zoran's like, "Good job, Catherine," and then Catherine's like, "Well, I actually Billy kind of did most of the important stuff. Like, he killed yes. the monster." And then Tommy turns right. to him and is like, oh, hey, man, that's awesome. Thanks. And then Zordon says, once again, Rangers, you have all exhibited exceptional teamwork. In nope. what fucking way? Like, Zordon, Zordon absolutely 100% <laughs> refuses to give Billy a modicum of praise. What teamwork did they display? Like, <laughs> they... They all jumped at the monster, and they all got turned into bricks, except two of them. And then Catherine was like, I got an idea. How about I just hang out here, and Billy, you're expendable, because you're not Catherine and therefore the coolest. Why don't you go fight the monster by yourself? Great teamwork, everybody. Good job. It's just, it's really bizarre. Um, We cut back up to the moon. Rita is sad. Uh... And then, uh, as I said earlier, Rito is like, uh, Zed is like, Zed and Goldar are both like, see, we told you Rito is shit. And Rito's like, no, Rita, tell them I'm good. I'm, I'm not bad. And Rita, Rita is like, no, actually, fuck all of you. <laughs> I hate all of you. You all suck. And Rito, you are the worst of all of them. Rito gets fucking robbed in this episode because he actually didn't do anything wrong. Like, not his really. part of the his part of the plan went fine. Rita's the one who fucked up and like made the monster, and then from that point on, the monster was on its own. Rita right. at no point yeah. was given a task he failed at this episode. Yeah, Rita was told to wreck the 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 construction thing, and he did. So yeah. also yeah. that that kind of reminds me, like at some point I forget where, uh, like so they destroy the place, and then like something happens with the monster. And Zed goes, well, or, or Zed or Rito, somebody, and I'm sorry, I'm vague on all the details. It's like, but hey, but we destroyed the place. And the Rita just goes, yeah, but they'll just clean it back up again. Yes. And it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what did you think would happen when you first decided to wreck the <laughs> shit? Well, that, I mean, that's, that's the key thing about Rita. She doesn't think. Yeah, ahead. I don't think Rita really, like, plans that shit out very far. So, then we cut, okay. I, I forgot about this Balkan Skull moment until this point. Uh, we cut down to uh, the 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 par- or not the park, but like the construction site, which is all nice now. Which, is, which has been yeah, it's been it? cleaned up. There's not uh, a house. It's not a house. No. No, so, no. no. Why, so, why would this be a house? This is just the humanitarian housing project's outstanding achievement award. Right. So, yeah, so what there's- the fuck? So so. We we go from like, hey, so here's the thing we're working on, to I need some volunteers, to everyone goes and does the thing, to Catherine is getting oh, an no, award from I'm the sorry. mayor. It's in the back. Yeah. Yes. So they are standing in front of this giant banner that says like Outstanding Achievement Award. Um and everyone is talking about how great of a job that Catherine did. Again, I like Catherine, but like the show is laying it on pretty thick. Um, Lieutenant Stone. Like, and again, it's not. It's not that they're consistently praising this character in and of itself. It's that you can really feel like the folks making the show feel really insecure about whether or not kids will like this character. Yeah, I. I you I, can you can smell their fear. We <laughs> we we said it earlier, but it's very much the Poochie thing. Like everyone turning to the camera and saying, "Hey, Catherine, isn't Catherine great?" Yes. So yeah, and- right, kids. At this point, Lieutenant Stone walks up to them and is like, 
hey, where's the mayor with your award? And they're like, I don't know. We haven't seen her yet. And he's like, that's weird because she said she's going to be here early. And then we like pan over and Bulk and Skull are like half carrying this woman, this like older woman in a pantsuit. Have we ever seen the mayor of Angel Grove before? I can't I don't think this is new. Yeah, well, there okay. there was a mayor of Angel Grove that um, celebrated Power Rangers Day that right. time when like oh, everyone true. got disappeared. I don't remember if it was the same person. I'm going to guess not. Probably I th- not. If I remember correctly, I think it was a dude last time. Okay. So, well, I mean, it's been a couple years. It was probably an election. Right. So they yeah. have this, this, they're, they are like manhandling this lady in a pant, in a pantsuit, and she has a golden shovel, and they're like half carrying her, and Paul says, Lieutenant Stone, we found this well-dressed vagrant poking around the construction site, which is a fucking bizarre line for a lot yeah. of different yeah. reasons. He's like, get this, she claims she's the mayor, and which Lieutenant Stone goes, you know, the obvious joke, because she is the mayor. Now, are they... Okay, is this joke that... They're misogynists, and they can't believe that a woman no, would be the they mayor. Just, they don't or is know the mayor. Why, why would you think that was be- the only reason? I would think that is because she. They then like Lieutenant Stone says that's because it is the mayor, and then Balk says, "Uh, like what did fuck? What does he say? I, he says something like he says sorry, Mister oh, Mayor, and calls her sir, and then ma'am." Right, so that's why I thought that was maybe what the joke was supposed to be. But yeah, I think you're right. I think they're just stupid. Um, yeah, which I mean, and and listen, folks, Bulk and Skull are maybe cops sometimes, sort of. If you squint, uh, if you work in law enforcement, maybe sort of, kind of sometimes, you should probably be familiar with who's in the local government. Yeah, yes. <laughs> also, <laughs> also, in general, like I don't want to. Most people who don't have jobs or places to live don't wear pantsuits. Most of them, <laughs> I think. Maybe I'm wrong. It would be it difficult seems- to 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 keep a pale yellow pantsuit like this so crisp and clean. Like it's just so stupid that they, for whatever reason, thought this person was homeless. Also, I don't think that how you. Well, as uh, Mike pointed out earlier, we don't treat our homeless very well. But I don't think normally the the police like physically pick them up and carry them around. Um, no, Zach, you might not want to make that claim. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. fair enough. <laughs> so anyway, they did not handle this just well. The the fact yeah. that they just saw a random person at this site and just immediately assumed, oh, homeless person, we have to manhandle. Shows right. me that they've at least taken to the cop lifestyle pretty, pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so the, but yeah, uh, Lieutenant Stone's like, hey, so you're going to wash her car for five years, and then you're going to wash my car for five years, and then you're going to wash every car in the city. Yeah, it's pretty good. I like that. He's very upset. Um, yeah. And, and then, then uh, the mayor takes the award to Catherine, and she says, oh, have we talked about what the award is? <laughs> it's a golden shovel with a big bow on it. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, absurd. The, yeah, and the she mayor... says, wonderful job, Catherine. You're such a good girl. Good girl. <laughs> good girl. <laughs> uh, he, she says, you should be very proud. And then everyone claps. And then, like, 
Catherine it like zooms way in on her and I thought she was gonna give a speech and then the episode just ends. Um and then we see this after credit sequence that takes place during the cleanup where Cat puts two So Bulk and Skull pails. are sleeping back to back, like leaning on each other against the wall. You know, like best friends do. And yeah. <laughs> uh, and they have their hats in front of them, and Cat like puts these two big buckets of soapy water where the hats are, and then like uh, Whistle. whistles. She, like, whistles to wake them up. Yeah, and inst- and then they put these buckets of soapy water on their on their heads, which is very stupid, and also it's very mean. <laughs> The, yeah. the the handle for bu- for a skull's bucket gets stuck around his neck, and so it's just kind of hanging in front of him like a fucking uh, feeding bag <laughs> for a horse. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's pretty. It's just really goofy, and yeah, and that's it. That's the episode. Um, I don't hate this episode. It's just bizarre how hard they're pushing Cat. I want. I'm really curious to see what next episode is. Yeah, if if, if it yeah. was outside the context of the overall flow of the show, like it would be a totally fine episode. Um, aside from the fact that, like, it, it well, I mean, even within its own context, it feels weird that Billy does everything and yes, Catherine gets but, all the praise. But there's spotlight yeah. episodes. I mean, that's fine. It's just that they push her while it's his episode. Clearly. So, yeah, that that's just the weird part. Um, again, I love the fact that Rita makes a monster by accident. That is, like, easily my favorite part of the episode. I I love that the monster has, like, a weird existential crisis. Uh, I wish, I wish the whole, frankly, I wish the whole episode was, like, the monster, like, just learning about his surroundings. And no, say, you say he has an existential <laughs> crisis. He really doesn't. He does not grapple with those issues when she's yeah. like, Oh god, he I exist. Yeah, he, he has yeah, an right, existential cool. awakening, I guess, but that's about yeah, it. I guess, yeah. I guess I you're really right. want what Zach is imagining though. Like I I want Frankenstein's monster, but it's Rita and she makes like I don't know like a fish man <laughs> and then the mo- and like she's like why won't mother love me? <laughs> is they- is the bri- is literally a section of a brick wall the weirdest or not weirdest but dumbest thing that they've made into a monster like i mean mm, i, I guess they made not a drawing of a beetle into a monster yeah monster. that's the one i was going to also and also as eric is fond of pointing out one time they fought kimberly's spinning wheel so like no i guess not but it is really stupid <laughs> so yeah it's a, it's I, a f- well, the thing with the spinning wheel is it wasn't just that it was a weird, random, like, object. It's just that even after it was made evil, like, it was still just a wheel. It wasn't <laughs> even a monster. It, it was like just a wheel with a face. Wheel. It was just a but wheel. here's the thing. That wheel was extremely effective. Yes, that's true. <laughs> it was. It was fucking the Megazord up. Yeah, god damn it. That so was I think so the so problem stupid. so the problem really is they keep making these sentient monsters and really what they need is something inanimate and mal- malicious. Yeah. Right. So that's going to uh do it for the episode and we're kind of running a little bit long so yeah. I'm I'm going to skip uh questions today. But if you have a question, you can send it to us at teens with Tude on Twitter. Uh teenagers with attitude is our Facebook group. Or you can send it to us, um, uh, teenswithtude at gmail.com. 
Uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll try to get to those last, uh, next time, but sorry about that. Uh, we're just running a little bit late and half the cast has stuff to go do. So, um, well, we'll, we'll do that next time. Uh, that said, uh, thank you to Eric for doing our editing. Uh, I did it for two weeks in a row and boy, I really, really appreciate the job that he does. Uh, we, let me thank Mitch for our theme song. Uh, and then say his, you should his, check out. Go ahead, Zach. Do you remember when you used to get Mitch and Eric confused? Yes, I got them very confused, and I got their. I also got their handles confused on Twitter. I did not know who was who. Not even I, sort of the same person. No, they're very different people. They don't sound alike. They don't look alike. No. They don't do similar things. I, I'm just like whatever. They're two internet people. They may as well be the same because I'm a bad person. Uh. So check out audioentropy.com where there's lots of other cool podcasts. Uh, And yeah, we're we're just going to wrap it up. So until next time, for Teenagers with Attitude, I've been Zach. I've been Lexi. I've been Luke. And all in all, I'm just another brick in in the wall. wall. I thought you were going to say another mic in the wall or another brick in the mic. Education. Oh, How boy. can you have your pudding if you don't eat your meat? Well, need no thought control. Bye. Hey, <laughs> teacher. I was going to do this whole thing with the book ending, my opening bit where I quoted the final lines of Another Brick in the Wall Part 3. Uh, but, uh-huh. you know. I don't even Zach, know there was a Zach part didn't three. do plugs this week, and so I didn't get to do it. And uh, oh well. Right. Yeah. Too late. Yep. Yep. Slime beneath me, moon, slime.